Hello and welcome to a wonderful episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about our jobs without, you know, having to worry about losing them. Hence the pseudonyms like Elvis. That's not my real name. Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast comes out every Wednesday and is sponsored by Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, go to Lud Lamb Dramatics because if you have to do a class play, or if talk about parts of stage, or how to put on stage makeup, or even how to take costume dimensions, there is jack shit for that in the teacher store. But go to ludlamdramatics.com and they have all the resources you need and some amazing things at that. Go check them out now. You also need to go to Legendary Pretzels. You see, Legendary Pretzels takes these amazing hard pretzels and they dip them in chocolate and swirl them in caramel and they sprinkle like crushed cookies or crushed cereal bits on them or candies and they are the most amazing things in the world. They come in a dozen. They're affordable, and they're shipped right to your door. You can get them for your classroom. Treat yourself. Treat your team. Go to Legendary Pretzels. I'd also like to thank all of our sponsors and friends at Patreon. That's right. We have a Patreon for as little as $5, $10 a month. You can be part of it and get access to a lot more bonus content, extra episodes, interviews with people, and even access to like our watch party this August 27th, this Friday, for Kindergarten Cop. It'll be amazing. But let me thank all all of our patrons. Let's start with Melissa V, Steph, Science Teach 17, Michael M, Kim C, William P, Sarah O, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Tisha C, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Caitlin L, Marsha M, Yaza, Christina B, Miss Alabama, Kristen B, Megan R, Huvian, Ashley M, Jason F, Amber H, JJO, Jeff S, Abby B, and T, Sarah B, Regina F, Anna L, Josie S, Sam B, Lucy P, Mary E, Jamie B, Hope H, Aaron D, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, Rylan L, Catherine S, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Tony and Christina K, Irma A, Nimi, Melissa M, Lisa S, and Sarah, and we love you guys. That's right, for as little as five, ten dollars a month, you get your name read, as well as so much, 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 much more. We have our hundredth episode coming up very soon, and I think our patrons are gonna get to be able to hear it through live stream and comment. It will be amazing. Hey, if you have something you want to share with us at Teacher Needs Drink Podcast, hit us up through the contact page of our website, teacherneedsdrinkpodcast.com, or you can, you can go through the Patreon and do it that way. All right, my friends, here comes episode 98. If you get a chance, spread the word and tell some people about us, because here we go! Oh my like, God. I love each and every one of you so much. <laughs> I hate everything about this. All right. Okay, my <laughs> friends, welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and with me today, I have Count Chocolate. Yes, you do. I am here. Hello, everybody. I'm glad you're here. And joining us today, straight from, well, not from the Midwest anymore. She's back in New York. But we have Pippi. Hi. And Pippi's here. And not, oh, blah, 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 I can't talk. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, Miss Shirley Temper. I'm going to ask you questions, and every time you don't give me answers, I'm going to cut something off. And I promise you, they will be things you will miss. What is that? Which one is it? Which one is it? Tell me, tell me, tell me. Guess. It's not Jawbreaker. <laughs> no, but that's on no. my list of things to do. Oh. I, I feel, I've heard this one. I've seen yeah, this Yeah, you movie. have. Yeah, you have. I know this. It's not one of the Harley movies. No, no, no. Nope, it's older than that. And I never, I never know these. Um, (laughs) I can just tell you. Yes. Oh, that's no fun. Kill Bill. Oh, (laughs) yeah. 
is. God, <laughs> I love, 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 so love Kill Bill. How did I correctly peg the two of you as Quentin Tarantino people? Hmm. It's, like I, it's almost like I know you. Anyway, so guys, <laughs> we are in week one, week two of school. Nope. I've, I, I've learned that there are days of teaching that I have classes that I love and adore. And that is rare where I have an entire day where like the class beginning to end is a joy and a delight for now. I mean, it's still the early weeks. Not everyone's comfortable enough to show their true colors. But then I also realized there are a couple days a week where it's a little harder and it's not as much fun. And I'm trying to use those days that get me all zoom zoomed up to, you know, carry me over the the evil can evil jump over cars to make it land safely at the end of the week. We'll see. But how are things going with you guys? How are things going for you? Uh, You know what? Week two was better than week one. And. We're handling every crisis as it pops up, and we're putting out all fires, and kids are learning. (laughs) Seniors are ready to graduate already, so that's encouraging, (laughs) and that's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Oh, good. And then, Shirley, what about you? Well, I start school tomorrow. I have not started school yet, so tomorrow's my first day with kids, and um, I am ready to go. However, two of our administrators have tested positive for COVID. Already? And uh, two of our teachers, and um, my son's best friend at his school tested positive along with his parents, one of which is one of my son's teachers. And so they're getting rapid tested. He and and Mr. Temper are getting rapid tested on Wednesday. And my parents just called me and they were in Houston and saw my uncle who tested positive this afternoon as they were driving back from Houston. So that's how we're doing. But on the plus side, my brilliant ass scheduled a, a session with my personal trainer after the first day of school because she didn't think that it was, she forgot that it was the first day of school. So tomorrow afternoon, after the first day of school, I'm going to go to the gym with my personal trainer. I, I don't know. I hope to keep your ass. <laughs> you deserve it. Uh, Ms. Pippi, how are you gearing up for the beginning of the school year? How are, where, where are you at? Yeah. So this year I am actually going back to school full time as a student. So it is very weird. I'm getting my master's in theater ed. So yeah. yeah. (laughs) So that's what that starts um, in uh, like 10 days. So enjoying the last bits of summer, trying to, you know, get some of that money made for tuition and then diving back in. And you're in New York or you're back from New York. How's the weather? Well, okay. So actually I lied to you. No, I am not currently in New York. I'm on the West coast at the moment. Um, but I will be back in New York and, um, my roommates have been sending me horrifying videos of how much rain is coming down. (laughs) Oh Lord. Where it was. So yeah. Rain or snow, which would you take? Ooh. Ooh. I'm always snow. Yeah. I love the cold. I agree. Well, friends, the the article today I was going to bring you, well, I wanted to find a specific article on a specific content, and I wanted to talk about essentially teachers and inappropriate relationships with students because it's a huge problem in our area. I know anyone who has any kind of professional development probably had all kinds of PowerPoints read to them about what to do and what not to do. And when I went to go pull up an article, there was literally – like three different articles from four different states mm. every single day. I mean, 
past accusations, fresh accusations, principals, janitors, teachers, all genders, all sex, all types. There really was no, like, it's only creepy old men. It was everywhere across the board. Mm -hmm. And so it's a huge problem in our industry from somewhere where it turns, you know, from a a student-child relationship or a student-peer relationship to an inappropriate relationship. Let me ask... (laughs) How okay. we're talking specifically about a situation with this famous Broadway actor who um, it has come to light through TikTok because you know that's my jam is the TikTok. Um, and <laughs> I, Pippi, you had really amazing feelings about that. Am I correct? Oh, um, I had very strong feelings. I'm glad that you thought that they <laughs> were were helpful or insightful. Absolutely. One of the things that I think is was interesting in reading all of about that that female or that famous actor and what's happening is that everybody I think thinks so much that in order for a relationship to be inappropriate between an adult and a student or a young person, especially a teacher and student, is that it has to be super nefarious. And I think that there's all kinds of lines that are crossed that are not as egregious as maybe what we think has to be in order to, to check that box. And at the end of the day, we know that our students are going to be able to come to us and they're sharing things with us because we're building spaces where they feel safe, especially in theater. And um, we might be that person that they come out to or that they're able to say things that they can at home. But like at the end of the day, it's our job to protect them Mm -hmm. and for us to be able to hold those boundaries and like and it's not up to the student to do that and I know that might not be everybody agrees with that but as the adult it's our job to draw those boundaries and hold to them even if like for some reason we don't want to well I can see the urge to have a friendship with a student especially a friendship that you have a strong bond of but there's also Mm -hmm. the weird kind of situation where you guys are not number one at the same age level whatsoever and so a student if they're willing to talk to you outside of school obviously looks up for you or admires you or something like that and they're also probably searching for a relationship that is not what they have with their parents or with their peers they want to be heard as an adult and that doesn't mean they're asking for anything they're just actually looking for some kind of adult communication with someone else i think it's it's adult communication where you are treating them not necessarily as an adult but you're listening to them and it gives them a sense that you know you value their thoughts and opinions which is hopefully something that adults do to each other instead mm. of looking at them and be like oh little little mm. teenager has feelings you know things like that but specifically can somebody explain the situation to me with the actor like what are the allegations and and what's happened I'm a little fuzzy on it. It's really, really complicated and nuanced, but essentially, yeah. um, If anybody hasn't read, I mean, there's articles now. The Daily Beast had a really long one a couple days ago. But essentially what it was is that uh, several people have come forward with accusations of this actress having inappropriate relationships with fans, especially fans who were younger and female, um, oftentimes queer, where they felt as though she was um, interested in them romantically or interested in them in a way that like, she used them. And then when she no longer um, was getting what they what she wanted, she discarded them. Ooh. And a lot of the 
accusations are I mean when you read through the thing it's like everything they teach us in college of like what we're not supposed to do as students um which is like sending text messages or communicating them with online which granted she wasn't a teacher but she did do a lot of guest work with young people so I think that's like a bigger conversation of like how as adults are we learning how to interact with young people too I think the thing that stood out to me most and I wasn't fully I'm still not fully versed in the situation but the thing that I saw in TikTok um, on TikTok that it was one of the um, young women who you know brought forth allegations she talked about how um, this interaction has basically ruined theater for her and you hate that like you hate that especially as a teacher to see a young person be completely you know completely reject something that has the possibility to give so much to their life and to mean so much based on the, you know, actions of somebody who they looked up to. I, I personally am disgusted and hate it when not even anything sexually related, when a teacher ruins a subject for a student that yeah. because of their behavior yeah. interactions. But I think as a teacher, we have captive audiences. We have these kids that are pretty much forced to listen to what we say. And if you happen to be someone who is charming, if you have a cult of personality, if you have whatever, it's very easy for a teacher to have kind of a mini cult going on. It's very, it's very common with coaches where the kids mm-hmm. look up to them. They're mm-hmm. the ones who give them their big source of encouragement. It's a common in theater. It's common in band. A lot of these places where it's outside of the normal classroom, where these teachers are kind of cult-like, oh, no, we must do everything for this teacher. And I know several students, I mean, even in college, there were professors like that. If that teacher liked you, you were in the cult. And you were <laughs> up the food chain a bit. But it's also very dangerous because they want to approve them. They want, uh, they want the approval, and they want... Uh, they want a peer-like relationship, at least, with the teacher. Like, I'm buddy-buddies, I'm friends with them. And so they might push the envelope, not even in a sexual way, but just, like, outside of what normal teacher-student conversations need to be. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of these teachers, because of what they do, because they need to work with the kids after hours for rehearsals, for practices, they give their personal numbers away. In fact, when we went Ugh. to my son's football thing, it was like, here's Coach so-and-so's number, you need to text them if there's any issue Gross. whatsoever. Just, no! And I know there's a lot of other, like, band and teacher. If you're going to be late, text the teacher and let nope. them know. Nope. And, I, I, of course, I don't agree with that whatsoever because that's easy, easy, easy for number one. You can't read tone in a text. Nope. And nope. someone could say some means something innocent and it come across completely not. And it's just – it's bad news. But I think – as teachers, we need to do a really good job, even if we do have a cult of personality or a lot of kids that look up to us, to make sure we set strong boundaries for what our lives are and what our times are. Like when we're out of school, we do not accept messages. We do not talk. I don't talk about anything personal with my kids ever. I don't talk about my girlfriend, my kids, my nightlife. Oh, I was out partying or I went to go see a concert. I mean, you can to some extent, but I, as a male, I specifically try to keep very, very clear boundaries. So there are zero allegations. I want to be above reproach. Um, Count as another male in the school, how do you handle keeping a boundary between students? And you're like, you know, a giant, handsome man. I can see kids just like falling left and right over you. How do you keep your boundaries and make sure everything's appropriate? Uh, you know what? That, that That's a good question. And that has always been my fear when I declared an education major. It was, okay, how do you not end up on the front page of a paper with some kind of allegation or how do you maintain a kind of boundary? 
and you uh, you can invest in the life of a child and you can help guide them and nurture them and give them advice. And it has to be strictly about their future and about their overall well-being. Like there is never there's really nothing personal that I can disclose or say to kids. Um, I that that's a line that I feel like has to be clearly drawn. And then I think um, all conversations have to be academic. Now, being in, you know, a as an educator, um, I think it was easier when I had when I was in the classroom and I taught a particular subject like math. Like I think kids actually enjoyed being in there. But I think in a more personal role, if you're having these one-on-one conversations with students about their own mental health and their own grades and planning their future, um, it has to stay focused on those appropriate topics. And um, even the conversations with students, most of them, I can still reach out and reiterate the entire conversation to a parent so they are aware of what's kind of going on. Um, if they need to be aware of it. But um, there are lines that you draw, and I I always make things very black and white, and I don't even look or dabble near a gray area. Yeah. Because that can... Ruin your life. That, that, that's how you derail, um, you know, a couple of decades in a profession. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If there is a student in my office, door is open, and usually there's someone else there, I want to be above reproach. Because I don't want to be the reason a kid does not want to come to school or Mm -hmm. I don't want to be the reason a kid never wants to be in that subject again without cringing or having horrible memories. That to Mm -hmm. me is, those are scars I would never want to leave upon anybody. Pippi, what is your advice for boundaries or what are your thoughts about all this? Yeah, as everybody was just talking, um, I just kept coming back to the whole discussion that's currently happening around intimacy direction mm-hmm. and how we're doing that with young people. I know that's probably an entire separate conversation, but I feel like looking at the tenets of intimacy direction and really questioning like on a, on a stage ver- scale, like what is like the absolute, like what has to be done to tell this story? Like what physical um, moments have to happen? And I think that that also applies to us as educators of like stepping back. And, and I love what you said, Bonnie, about like what that guidance that you were given. Uh, I think that 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 balancing those two ideas of like what actually has to be done and or do I think it has to be done because it's what my drama teacher or what I experienced in school and just getting really clear about about that and not just like falling back on, oh, well, this is how it was done for me and drawing those boundaries yourself. Shirley, what are your thoughts? Um, so I have a pretty loyal group of kids and, you know, in my field, in my subject. And it's so interesting. I've been doing this a really, really long time. And I think the reason... Not even that. Um, my, my students, they know. They know that if they're having, you know, panic attack, if they're having anxiety, if something is wrong, they can always come and sit in my office and just, you know, sit there, get it out and everything. But it's very much like I'm not judging you. We need to, you know, we need to get you to class. It's very, very professional. Mm. And 
it's interesting because I am relaxed around my advanced kids and, you know, we tease each other and stuff, but we, I have, I have trained them to be so professional and how they communicate with me. And they know that, you know, if they have a question, they can always email me. They can send me a remind, which is like one of the best things that you can use as a professional educator. But I've, I, I turn those notifications off after 8 p.m. and I don't answer until, you know, 7 a.m. Um, just really pushing professionalism to your kids, especially if you're in an extracurricular. It's one of the best things that you can do. All right, my loves, it is from Electrified Dude. Hey, rock stars. I have been listening to the podcast for the past few years. I worked as a technology teacher from 2013 till 19 and left education for my dream job working for a nonprofit teaching about electric cars to municipalities. Then the pandemic hit. I lost this job in July 2020 and spent an entire year doing odd jobs to pay bills while being safe, masking up, and socially distancing. August of 2021, I went back to teaching for a stable, consistent paycheck, even though it's barely a livable wage. In the past two weeks, my curriculum subject area has changed four times. I got the Delta variant, and I've been told telling my students to wear masks is bullying and harassment. I live oh, in Florida. Oh, <laughs> yep. uh, yes. there it is. Yep. That tracks. I, exactly. I was hired to teach one subject, then a technology teacher quit, and I was asked to take over their class. Since I accepted the departmental change, they have changed the technology course three times. First, I thought it was Microsoft Office, which I have done. Then it was data analysis, and then it was social media management. After having to quarantine for 10 days and missing the first week of school, I had my first day back. I tried to connect with my first groups of students and dealt with the most disrespectful kids and feel like I have no foundation to make this year work. Then we had a meeting with district people and my admin and they decided my technology class would now be changed to entrepreneurship. Yes, yes. I came home and told my wife I'd rather be a sub and do Uber at night than be expected to deal with all these responsibilities of being a full-time teacher and the clusterfuck of a school year we are about to deal with. I think quitting is the right thing for me. I guess I'm just looking to hear opinions. All right. Um, First bitch, bitch, Ryan. Yeah, you're you're in a clusterfuck, (laughs) and it's not just Florida. It's 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 bad admin. Because number one, there is no excuse for your curriculum being changed so quickly, so often, especially while the school year is in session. There is no reason two weeks and you're like, you know what? Don't teach that anymore. Teach this instead. That is unacceptable. I mean, you, in theory, sign a contract to teach a certain kind of course. And I don't believe, I mean, if you have a union, if you're a union member, I mean, call them up and get them on the horn. But second of all, we're also in a fucked up situation because we have a lot of students who have not physically been in a school or around other people for a year, maybe a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And they're getting back in school and they kind of forget how to behave. And then they have a sub because you're quarantined. So that encourages them to Mm -hmm. act up because subs generally don't discipline that hard. They're there for the ride. And so not only are you getting slapped with bad admin, you're getting slapped with kids who've had a sub for a while and no school for a while. I mean, it would be hard to expect them to be on their best behavior, but I, I, I don't think this is a healthy environment. Um, I don't encourage kid teachers to leave because number one, it's always harder going back to something because you kind of forget some of the 
the difficulties you have. Like you can be in a classroom and then leave and go, okay, I want to go back. And you go back, oh, I forgot about this part and this part and this part really sucks still. That didn't change. But mm. I I can't imagine taking a year off for your dream job and then going back into this and it being a shitty situation. I, I feel like talk to your union, talk to your admin, and if that doesn't fix, uh, yeah, run. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Count, what do you think about all this? Man. Number one, it's crazy teaching in Florida. Six years, it was crazy. Oof. But even in Texas, here's the other thing. All the classes she mentioned are all different courses we offer at my school, and they're all taught by different certified people. Mm-hmm. Like they're like the entrepreneurship class, social media yes. marketing class. All those different courses are different. To switch it and change it while someone has already been preparing is completely ridiculous. It is such an asinine thing to ask someone to scrap an entire curriculum and to cross over and change something else. It almost sounds like they're understaffed. And they're just saying, hey, you know what? You do this, you do this, you do this. And it would drive me nuts. It like I wouldn't hesitate to tell them that this needs to change or I'm probably going to walk. Mm-hmm. And I know that's a very bold decision to make, but it would drive me absolutely nuts. And I would commit some kind of vehicle like like there definitely <laughs> would be vehicular homicide in my <laughs> thoughts. And I wouldn't hit a kid. It'd probably be just catching an admin, like, crossing a street or something. Like, just, you know what? Take that and just drive off. Like, it's, my thoughts would not be okay. I don't blame you would you Regina George them away. so hard. I would. I would. <laughs> yes. And, and I legitimately – yeah, that that is such a crazy ask right there. And I'm glad that um, – they have the wherewithal to say, you know, this is not going to work and I will find, I'll go back to subbing and, or I'll, I'll do something different because nope, mm-hmm. not going to happen. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I don't see subbing being a better situation, but at least then yeah. you're not held liable. But I, I get it after holding a bunch of shitty unsteady jobs, wanting something steady, but you know what? Call centers are a little more steady. Just, just saying, yeah. put it out there. Um, Ms. Shirley, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I think he already knows the answer. <laughs> you need to quit. You, but yeah. I agree that before you quit, you need to either call your union or your teacher organization. I don't know if they can union in Florida. I feel like you can't because it's Florida. I just have a vibe. Um, call me hopeful. Um, call, see what your options are. Definitely go to the administration and be like, look, I am not going to switch once the school year has started. If you want me to teach something different, I can, we can talk about it next year, but if you try to do this, then I have no choice but to resign and you know, they might call your bluff, but see what your options are. And there is something else out there. There is something else out there. It's not, it's not worth this. You need to take care of yourself first. You need to take care of your mental health first. And that's all I got to say about that. Hey guys, guess what? What's that? What? We have a Patreon! It can't be an OnlyFans anymore because we can't no. sell sexual content. That's true. <laughs> yeah. All our videos yeah, will have to be removed. Yeah. All Bunny's foot fetish stuff. Ugh. Yeah. The All waste. Those little rabbit My twerking videos would have to come down to. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. 
But that's true for as little as $5 to $10 a month. You can join our Patreon and get access to all kinds of extra content. We have interviews with the host. There's a short interview with Miss Pippi that we recorded before tonight. So if you want to learn more about her, you can listen to that. We also have all kinds of other just shenanigans and stuff that's on there. There's usually something posted every week or every other week. And we have cool events like this Friday, August 27th. We're going to have a virtual watch party of the movie Kindergarten Cop. So you can join in. We comment. We tell jokes. There's all kinds of really true facts that I put up on the screen throughout it. It is going to be <laughs> amazing. So do it now. Join our Patreon. Go, go, go. Woo! Yeah. Bye. Would you rather randomly find a dead body in your closet? Again? Or lose a week of your life every time you have sex? <laughs> Damn. Oh um, so I'm just going to put my own rules on here. Self-pleasure does not count. It has to involve a partner. So that way you're not like dead before you're 14. Mm. So <laughs> would you randomly find a dead body in your closet or lose a week of your life every time you have sex? I kind of want to live for a while. So I'm up for just finding a dead body. Like I'm Same. hoping I'm not held liable for it. Yeah, but- dead body. My husband's really hot. <laughs> Am I lying? Am I lying? No, you're yeah, speaking the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Count, oh, what about you? What, what's your take? Um. Yeah, I I'm going with the dead body because <laughs> you know the way I see it, I'm either burning my house down, like <laughs> in the next 24, 48 hours. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, or you remove the body and just go move somewhere else, but. I lose a week of my life every time I have sex. Man, that's that'd be like gosh. once a year. God, I, I don't. Who, <laughs> wow, I'm so sorry to hear that. However, I'm talking about like for you. No, no, you're you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the Countess. <laughs> you're to have to you when I love she listens her. to this episode. I love her uh, so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find me the dead body. Um, <laughs> if, if I notice it's a dead body, someone's coming to remove it, and then um, as long as it's not in my room, I guess it's okay. But, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, we gotta move. We're Is there a guys. ghost attached, uh, Miss Pippi? What about you? So I think I would actually pick the other one. Um, I know. And here's the thing. I grew up very Catholic. And so I had to be extremely creative as a young person in figuring out how to not have sex, but still have fun. And so I have a lot, a lot of ways to get around this. So I think I do that. Um, Also, because I feel like if I saw a dead body, it would be very difficult. Anytime I like close my eyes to go to sleep, it may even make me want to not be alive that image so i'd pick that one (laughs) i like you all right folks well thanks for joining us for another episode of teacher needs a drink podcast i'd like to thank all of my hosts that were here today count chocolate it was great having you here I'm always thrilled to be invited. Somehow, I don't know why you keep calling me and I keep returning. So it's great. Aww. I love it. Thank it's you. It's the chocolate whiskey. 
Dude, I bought <laughs> you some yesterday. My I'm house. Wait, there is chocolate whiskey for real? Yeah, oh it's, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. OMG. Okay, I'm going to find this. Yes, yes. So, Ms. Pippi, thank you for joining us and giving all of your info. We were so happy you were here. Pippi. Thanks for inviting me. It was fun. Yeah, maybe we can have you back sometime. Love that. And last but not least, Shirley, what you got? You and I have unfinished business. Yeah, well, now I know it's Kill Bill. It's easy. Yes. Well, you know what? You well, didn't you know guess. The scene, you though. didn't know, though. You right. didn't I know. The scene. And, well, I wouldn't uh-huh. know the second part if I didn't uh-huh. know the first part. Kiddo, I'm all over it. you ain't kidding. And then oh, they, they do the shroom, shroom, shroom. And then sh- what does she do? She does the five palm, five point palm exploding heart. Five, yeah, yes, you got it. All right, my friends, thanks for joining us. I'm glad everyone was here. Make sure you're taking care of yourselves. Make sure you're setting good boundaries, personal, between not even just students, between parents, because goddamn, they will invade like, your life if you let them. But everyone out there, thank you for being here. I love you all. Deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers. Woo! The benefits of being a stone cold bitch like me is never has a parent ever done that to me in 15 years. Never. I radiate all right my friends thanks for joining us for another episode of teacher needs a drink podcast teacher needs a drink podcast comes out every wednesday and is brought to you by the fine folks at lud lamb dramatics your best source for educational theater resources and by the wonderful sexy people at legendary pretzels if you want the best snack in the world go to legendary pretzels i'm not kidding check it out it's amazing i'd also like to thank our hosts who were here today we had count chocolate we had shirley temper we had miss pippy and of course believe it or not bunny was on the podcast but her computer track thing messed up and so we lost her and so we love her but she was not there but she was there so thank you bunny we love you i'm sorry you weren't here for this anyway my friends if you can join our patreon because it's a great way to share stories with us and this coming august 27th you could join us for a watch party all right that's all i got my friends love you cheers bye Count went on about it for a long time, and then Good he God. came over a couple of weeks ago and brought a bottle. He also brought a bottle of peanut butter whiskey, and if you mix them, it's kind of um, like a Reese's. But the oh chocolate whiskey gosh. is amazing. And I finally figured out what it t- tastes like. It tastes like the Tootsie Roll that's inside, like the Tootsie Roll Pop. It has mm. a really deep, okay. deep chocolate flavor. Interesting. And so oh, that's probably, I couldn't put my finger time. exactly on what it was, but that's probably the closest thing. But I also that's have a friend who's a chocolatier, and her company makes these things called whiskey discs. And Ooh. they're uh, little chocolate circles that you put at the bottom of your bourbon or your whiskey and pour it what? on top, and it turns into a dessert. Whiskey discs. Uh, okay, free. from where? Um... I think she changed. She has another company, but I think that one literally is whiskeydiscs.com. So <laughs> like whiskey I was hoping nice. the little street stores around here. So, hey, free promo for my friend. Love you, Yelly. So, okay. uh, where I'm was in. it? Uh, so, Count, and I've said that.